Welcome to the Superhero Lifestyle Podcast, where I, Stephen Summers, sit down with my business partner, Robert Rickey, and we talk about how to become successful online. We also talk about how to sell your own branded products globally and so much more. These are the exact conversations that we have all time about how to become more successful in business and in life. So hope you enjoy and make sure to check us out on MarketplaceSuperheroes.com if you're not already a member. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome to today's video. I am joined today by the wonderful Fantastic, Mr. Robert Wright. And we're going to talk about seven make or break FBA lessons. Robert, thanks for coming. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Stephen. Always a pleasure. Yes, it's great to catch up and and talk about this. So I brought you on today, Robert, because a lot of the lessons that we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. are related to a lot of things you're an expert in. You obviously being a legal expert at Marketplace Superheroes, branding, trademarks, experts. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of talk through the lessons. I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit. And I'll bring you in and we'll t- I'll have you talk about it. Some of those, you'll just talk about them, okay? Yeah, sounds great. Let's get right. Okay. So the first lesson uh, that I've learned anyway, and I'll get Robert's take in a minute is, and it's a make or break lesson. And it's this one, right? Mm-hmm. It is and always will be about the product, right? Mm-hmm. It's all well and good. Everybody's saying you just pick any product and go out and market it and throw a whole bunch of advertising at it. But really, like we've been doing this now. I've been doing this for 10 years now. We've seen over 5,000 students come through the program. And the one thing I can tell each and every one of you mm-hmm. without question is that it's all about choosing the right product, low competition, one that you can improve, one that you can then therefore improve and stand out. And when you do all that in the right way, your, your advertising is less expensive and it works better. But Robert, from your perspective, you, you sell on Amazon, you do this. I do. What's your take on that? It's all about the product. No, I think that, I think that's really true. I mean, you know, as I work with clients, one of the one of the common mistakes that I'll see is they'll find a product, and you know, maybe it doesn't check the boxes that normally you know marketplace would say to check. You know, yeah. something that's kind of boring, something that's uncool, something that just kind of people buy naturally. It's not a sexy product, right? Yes. And they'll they'll want to convince themselves that that product checks the boxes. Okay, it doesn't have moving parts. It doesn't have. Uh, you know, electricity or batteries or anything like that. But, but, but it's, it's still sexy. It's still one of those things that they think they can stand out, not by improving the listing or not by, you know, maybe improving the, you know, the photos or something like that, but it's okay. If it has better branding or if it has, you know, better copyrighted photos or it has a better package, like they'll kind of attack it from that angle. And while they're kind of right, they're in the neighborhood of, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take this and, and try to compete they're trying to compete on the wrong things. If you're trying to compete on, you know, a better brand name, or I'm going to put it in a nicer package, or, you know, I'm going to do lifestyle shots instead of just kind of some boring basic shots, you know, generally you're missing the mark there. So I agree with you hundred percent. It's all about the product. Yeah. The fundamentals is, is, is critical. And so the second lesson then for everybody today is it's all about the numbers. It's also about Mm -hmm. the product then it's all about the numbers. And if the numbers don't work, well, then the product doesn't work. So these all kind of stack upon themselves as you'll see as we go forward today. So when it comes to numbers like Robert Ricky, um, my co-founder, phenomenal with numbers, uh, really, really great. And we've obviously developed a lot of different softwares and tools to help people like yourself come in, put in the, the, the size of your product, the weight of your product into a calculator. Then we can figure out based upon the cost price, as I said, the sales price, you're gonna sell out. We can look at the numbers and we can see before you even place a sample order, whether or not your product is going to at least double initial investment. That's absolutely critical because if you're selling a private label item from China, 
you're bringing it in to the US, to Europe, whatever the case may be, it takes a lot of time. So, so it's time, it's investments. You have to be doubling your money at least for it to make sense. And I just see way too many people, you know, focusing on air freighting their first uh, orders to rush it into stock. And, and because of that, they, they, they lose money on the shipping shipment because air freight's super expensive. And the other side of it then, they really limit themselves. And people all the time limit themselves because they say, well, I, I have to be able to air freight it. So all of a sudden they're making less profit. They're, they're really reducing down the amount of products they can sell and it doesn't make sense. So, so Robert, what's your take on that? It's all about the numbers. Yeah, no, it is all about the numbers. And I, you know, I kind of, I live by the mantra, sometimes you have to slow down to speed up. And, and especially as you're starting your private label journey, you know, you're excited about researching the markets, you're excited about, you know, putting products through the gauntlet, you know, yeah. but really people just kind of gloss over the numbers sometimes and they want to, they want a shortcut, right? They want to yeah. air freight. They want to say, well, the margin's not really what it, it should be, but I can live with it because I can compete because I'll have better branding or a better package. Yeah. You know, like we just spoke about, don't do that. You know, sometimes you have to slow down to speed up, be methodical about that data, you know, put the, put the product through the gauntlet, run the numbers, make sure that your, your POI, your POR, where they make sense, you're going to be better off. It might take you longer to get to market. You might have to negotiate with more suppliers to be able to find a product that works, but that data is important. Slow down to speed up. Yeah. And as, as you'll see, and we get to lesson four, everybody, which is just after the next one, you'll see why all this is very important in just a moment. So do stick around because there's a big thing coming up in just a minute, which Robert is a huge expert on. So the third lesson before we get to that is picking a strategy that makes sense to you and also that makes you the most amount of money possible. <laughs> That's a very obvious point. <laughs> but the problem that is happening right now, and the big lesson here is that a lot of people are rushing to do, uh, like what Robert talked about a minute ago, the hyper-branded product, they're trying to stand out mm -hmm. on marketing, stand out on branding and all that. And Amazon, that just does not make sense for, for a number mm -hmm. of reasons. But, but when we look at the strategy then, what's the strategy behind your business? And so how I view strategy is, it's the high level of where you're gonna to go to market, what types of products that you're gonna sell. So you might've heard before we talk about the rule of five, where you're selling five products in five countries, making an average of five sales per product per day, making an average of $5 net profit every time you make a sale. Over 30 days, it's only $20,000 in net profit before tax, right? So that's like a model you can understand. And it's a strategy because we take the same products, we put them into more markets uh, at the same time. And that's something that if you're watching this video right now, and if you're looking for the simplest way to get this business and grow this business, that's it. Because if you don't do that, if you're just in one market, like say amazon.com, for example, and you don't go anywhere else, I've seen people do very well with that, no doubt. But one of two things has to happen. Number one, you have to make a lot more sales of the one product that you have or multiples. Or the second thing is you got to have a lot of products. Now, it's what I think is even better is lots of products, small number of sales, lots of countries, because that's how you're going to, you're going to really diversify. You're going to reduce down your risk and you're going to do better. Robert, what do you think about strategy? No, I, I love that. And certainly in my own private label brand, that's the strategy that I follow. So, you know, my experience has been, if you just focus on one market, you're exactly right. That means a lot of products, a lot of competition and it's do or die. Whereas yeah. if I'm able to, to scale multiple markets, multiple countries, you know, that just gives me access, number one, to more consumers. It also gives me a better chance, you know, just everybody, you know, just be me, me being centered in the States is kind of focused on .com. Yeah. Europe is a huge opportunity. Australia, a huge opportunity. Being able to get in those markets, sell to different consumers, uh, it just gives you more chances for success. So scaling, 
horizontally, super, super important to success. Okay, well, let's talk about the next lesson. This is where you really come in, Robert, and why I mm -hmm. wanted to bring you on today, especially yeah. for this lesson, as well as everything else. Brand registry and trademarking mm -hmm. your, your products yeah. and doing things the right way is yeah. now, I would say, a critical component of success on Amazon. Let's talk about that a little bit and why it's important to beginners and why it's important mm -hmm. to people who are a little bit more advanced. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you hear trademarks and that just kind of, you know, sends off, you know, thing, images of Nike or Adidas or, you know, you have to be a big brand to, to have a trademark. And that's not true at all. And in fact, on Amazon these days, if you're not protecting your trademark straight away, you're behind the curve and your chances for success are much less than, you know, everybody else, right? So your trademark is your name, it's your logo, it's your slogan. When we talk about private label, that's what we're talking about. It's that brand name, right? The best practice is to choose a brand name that is fanciful. It's something that's completely made up. You don't have to love it. It just needs to sound good enough. Uh, it has to be available, right? So you need to make sure that, you know, no one else out there is using it. Once you have that name, you stick it on your product, you have a trademark. Now, in order to protect your brand on Amazon, it's advised that you, you participate in brand registry. Brand registry is basically a program that Amazon rolled out that said, listen, if you are a legitimate business doing things that legitimate businesses do, like protecting their trademarks, we're going to give you all these special benefits. We're going to give you better content, A-plus content. You know, your listing is going to have better photos. It's going to have the opportunity to have videos. It's just going to be a better customer experience, which drives sales. It's going to give you additional advertising opportunities. Amazon all the time is coming up with different ways to help sellers market their products. Things like video ads, only available to brand registered sellers. And then it's also going to give you brand enforcement. It's going to give you access to a, a select team that sits at a desk 365, 24 seven, that if you have a complaint with Amazon, someone's stealing your, your listing, someone's hijacked your listing, someone's taken the buy box, you can submit a complaint. There's this team that fields the complaint and 94% of the time that team is going to take action in your favor. The yeah. only way that you get those benefits. So better customer experience, more advertising, brand protection, is brand registry and you have to have a registered trademark for that. Where should you register your trademark? If you want to be brand registered on amazon.com, you need a US trademark registration. If you want to brand register in the European markets, you need a European trademark registration. Yeah. Uh, super, super important. It also being brand registered opens the doors to other programs that Amazon creates to help sellers protect themselves online. Yeah. Truly, Amazon's drawn a big line in the sand and said, listen, if you're doing things that serious businesses do, like protecting their trademarks, we're going to treat you differently than everybody else. And ultimately, it's all about the legitimacy of the platform. Amazon wants to make sure that good businesses are selling to their customers, that that customer experience is the best possible. And so there's the haves and the have-nots. So with that said, then, where are we so far? So we have, it's all about the products, it's all about the numbers, picking the right strategy, brand mm -hmm. registering yourself, trademarking initially, then becoming brand registered so that you can protect mm -hmm. yourself effectively on Amazon. Now, what are we going to talk about? The fifth lesson of seven is sea freight is always more profitable. Sea freight's always more profitable, everybody. So a lot of people are very focused on air freight, like we mentioned, for all those reasons of speed, getting to market, to get excited. Mm -hmm. It's our first product. Mm -hmm. I have to get my thing in the stock and all that. Mm -hmm. and all I'm going to tell you all to do is just slow down. One thing Robert here, Robert right here, always tells us uh, when he comes to our events, and so true, mm -hmm. you know, if you want to run a serious business, you got to be serious about your business. I don't, I don't think it's the exact quote, Robert. Yeah, that's a version of it, all right? <laughs> uh, but it's true, you know, you got to be serious about this thing, right? So 
going and doing seed frame, even if your product is small, even if your product is late, it doesn't matter. You're going to make the most money. And that's what we're here to do. I'm here to make the most yeah. money with this. Yeah. Robert is too. We all are, right? So yeah. if you're going to air freight things, yes, things will get in faster, but you're just going to really throw yourself off to so many opportunities. Right now in Amazon, very few private label sellers are focused on bigger, bulkier items, right? Mm-hmm. They're afraid of them because they don't understand sea freight. They only think air, they think air freight is the only way to do it. Whereas if you, not saying you should only focus on those items, but if you stop limiting yourself and you look at sea freight is going to be my strategy. And by the way, we can help you with this with Superhero Freight, which is our freight company that we run. We can help make it very inexpensive for you. You're going to make way more money. I don't know about you, Robert, but... I prefer that in a situation where I can actually make more money. I don't have to make as many sales at the same time, you know? A hundred percent. And, you know, and as I think about my own private label journey, you know, there is that temptation of, oh, well, let me, let me air freight it because I understand that, right? Like that's how we buy things normally. You know, something's just put in a package and it's shipped in a couple of days later, you get it and it feels good. But the fact of the matter is if you're looking at data, if you're really running the numbers, I, I've never seen a situation where sea freight doesn't make sense over air freight. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that intimidation factor of, oh, I don't know anything about, you know, freight forwarding. I don't know anything about customs that, you know, it's just, oh, it seems complicated. You know, solutions like superhero freight. I mean, I'm, I'm a user, um, make it super simple. It's never been easier. And so you don't have to be intimidated by, you know, all those, well, I've never shipped anything on a boat before. Yeah, yeah. You know, superhero freight just makes it simple and easy. And frankly, if you care about the numbers, you're running the numbers, just do it. You know, it yeah. it's a, takes a little bit more time, but again, patience is the key to this business. Sometimes you have to slow down to speed up. Yeah. And again, it's the concept of a penny doubled, right? So you start yeah. day one's penny and it's two cents, four cents yeah. and on it goes. Before, yeah. But at day 30, you know, you may know this, everybody, it's five million, over $5 million. So yeah. this is the same thing. You do same the thing. right thing with Sea Freight. You get your, 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 get your numbers right, like we talked about. You bring the product in and you'll do mm-hmm. a lot better. Okay. Yeah, Second absolutely. last lesson, everybody. PPC is now mm-hmm. a vital skill for success on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to say every single product has to use PPC to be successful. We've seen a lot of people be organically successful, never use Amazon PPC. Mm-hmm. But it's something that's become available now. It's something that Amazon has made a lot simpler. They've put a lot of work into it. They've reduced down the amount of keywords that you can utilize in your titles and things like that, all because they're trying to move to more like a Google shopping almost, whereby Mm -hmm. you give them some information about your product. You then give them the keywords that you want to bid on, and then Amazon Amazon give you the ability to do that. When you master this, you can actually drive traffic to your listing Mm -hmm. far more quickly than ever before. Like before there was sponsored ads, uh, sponsored products, you basically had to put your product onto Amazon, optimize it, and then either send traffic there yourself or give it a little bit of time uh, for it to organically get picked up. And so mm-hmm. I, I think for anybody listening, if you're just starting or you're more advanced, uh, learning sponsored products on Amazon is an, an investment that's going to pay off massively as well as having your brand brand registered product. Robert, what do you think about that? You know, I think it's interesting. There's a lot of sellers out there and you'll, you'll hear people, you know, trying to hack the Amazon algorithm or how does yeah. Amazon work and what's Amazon all about? And there's all these mysterious sorts of things, right? Um, to me, I pay attention to what Amazon communicates to me. And I regularly will get an email from Amazon saying, hey, we noticed you have these products and, you know, here's some, some great keywords, some keyword phrases that you might want to try using in your sponsored ads. If Amazon is telling me, hey, you might want to check out PPC, you might want to check out the sponsored ads, and they're giving me like data to put into the, yep. into the system, I'm going to listen to that because that tells me Amazon cares about that. 
not just because they want me to have a, you know, a marketing spin. Obviously they do, but you know, that's the consumer experience on Amazon. Just think about the way that you shop for things on Amazon. You don't go and just start browsing through categories and seeing what, you know, okay, let's look in clothing today. Let's look in tools and guard. No, you go with a very specific keyword phrase, right? You know, I want to find best spatula possible, right? And you plug it in and the best spatula possible pops up. You look at the photos and you buy. We buy on Amazon through keywords and, and you know, the, the ability to do that through PPC to buy those and to be able to rise to the top level as, those, as people put in those keywords that you've got to do that. And if you don't have that skill, you need to work on it and learn it. It's like uh, whenever I go to Disney or Universal with my family mm -hmm. and, you know, some people, they don't want to buy the Fast Pass, right? Yeah. The Fast Pass is like, it's a little bit more expensive. Oh, it's, ex it's expensive, yeah. Right? It's expensive, but actually it saves you hours of your life that you can't get back. Yeah. And I That's look true. at PPC the same way. Very similar. You're able to buy, your, yeah, yeah. buy some success. You're able to speed yeah. up your, your success. Therefore, you're able to cut down the amount of time it takes, become yeah. successful. And also it, it's a very scalable strategy whereby you can, you know that you can basically pay Amazon to get in front of more customers. It's a thing that you have to master. Yeah. You have to do it. And, and frankly, you know, if you're all about the data and you're all about the numbers, you've got cushion built into those numbers to be able to put some money into the advertising to generate some sales. Amazon's going to see that and say, Hey, this particular product, it's got a lot of juice to it that, you know, they're, they're contributing to PPC. They've got a marketing campaign going, Let's also just kind of put them higher up as opposed to everybody else. Like there's, there's just a lot that goes into that in terms yeah. of your success and participating in PPC. All right. And the final lesson then for everybody today, oh, last is one. doing it alone is very hard. Doing mm. it alone. Uh, it's something I see with over five, nearly 6,000 students now. Uh, Robert's got tons of clients as well around Amazon sellers. He's an Amazon seller himself. And I would just say from my personal experience, the only reason I'm sitting here today is because I didn't start alone. I had people mm. like Robert Ricky. Uh, coaching me to begin with. I have other coaches even now in different businesses that we operate. I never do anything on my own. I always buy products and programs as well to learn because I know if I go to YouTube where you're watching this right now, yeah, like I can find my, an answer to a lot of different things, but I don't know if it's the right strategy. I don't know. I, I don't know anything. I'm just kind of in the dark, hoping this person I saw a video from has given me the goods. And so I was just interested in your perspective on this, Robert. Like you've obviously... We had coaching from us initially a long time ago. Sure, absolutely. You've been a coach to, to mm -hmm. your clients in a way, like doing their yeah. trademarks and all that. What's your take yeah. on that? Yeah, so I, I think mentorship is incredibly important. You know, I think, you know, selling private label, if you allow it to be, can be very isolating. You know, it's you looking at a screen, whether it's a YouTube video or a course, and it's just, it feels kind of lonely. You know, you're not, you're not, you're not supposed to be an expert in everything. You know, you're not supposed to understand the intricacies of trademarks. You're not supposed to understand the intricacies of sales tax or taxation or company formation, or how does the PPC work? You know, in, to, in order to be successful, look at any business, whether it's a traditional brick and mortar or any successful online business, there's a team of people there supporting that effort. Right. And so whether it's, you know, a coach, whether it's a mentor, whether it's a legal professional, an accountant, whatever it is, be on the lookout to bring team members to your business. That's the way that ultimately long-term you're going to be successful. This doesn't have to be a go-it-alone sort of thing. You know, frankly, the whole, you know, laptop lifestyle sitting on a beach sort of thing, you know, you don't really want that. You want to be around people. You need people with skills uh, to, to be able to help you grow and scale your business. So find those mentors, find those team members uh, and leverage them. If you really want to be successful, I think that's key.
Well, that said, Robert, I mean, we've covered a lot today, a lot of lessons, yeah. things that you've learned, things that I've learned have oh, helped yeah. us become successful in this whole world. I mentioned as well earlier on to everybody watching that Robert was uh, happy, I put him on the spot, happy to do a call. Yeah, absolutely. Anybody who wants to talk about certain things. So maybe just Robert, I'll give you the floor for a sec to let everybody know who should book in a call with you and what you would, you would typically talk about on the call for them. Yeah, absolutely. So I help private label sellers of all stripes, you know, people that are early stage, they're just getting started with a course or, you know, they don't really know what they don't know yet. And so if you're kind of lost, but you know, there's some stuff that, that you might need some help and some guidance on, maybe it's, you know, should I, you know, how do I form a company? Do I need to form a company? Logos, trademarks, what's that all about? How do I choose a brand name? This trademarking thing? I, I don't know anything about that. How do we talk about that? Yeah. Product photos? Do I own them? Do I not own them? What do I need to do? My Amazon account got suspended. Basically, anything kind of that you kind of see on that private label journey, whether you're just starting or you're already in the thick of it, I'm certainly happy to speak with you and talk to you about and can get yeah. you pointed in the right direction. So happy to Plastic. do that. I think as well, what I would say for anybody listening is specifically, I would go in with questions about trademarking, brand registry. Mm -hmm. I think they're the sure. best ones because they're ones that yeah. everybody watching this video needs. So if you're in a 100%. situation where you're selling or you're about to sell, you don't, you don't have your trademark in motion. Uh, you don't, you have, you don't know very much about that. That's something you have to book in with Robert for now. There's no cost, you know. Uh, no, there's book, not. There's no cost at all. Yeah, well, yeah. The, and, the, and the cost on the other side, though, Robert, I would say, uh, of getting it wrong is is huge. So you know, don't it, leave it. Speak to him. It's it's tremendous. You know, one of the you know, I always give this story. I couldn't make it up if if I wanted to, but literally had a client that you know was doing all the right things and was setting things in motion and had come up with a fanciful kind of you know made up term. And, you know, she's coming to me, she's, she's doing the right thing. So we're looking at doing the trademark registration and sure enough, she just put in her, her first order was going to put the brand name all over the, all over the product. I go into a clearance search and <clears throat> literally someone already had taken the brand name on the same exact product. Had she moved forward, she not spoken with me, not done the right things and done that, that clearance check, you know, best case scenario, she would have had to sell out and hope no one noticed and, you know, then do a rebrand. Worst case scenario, she sued for trademark infringement. Her business is crushed before it even starts. And so just, you know, a little bit of, of proactivity, a little bit of diligence, a little bit of bringing a team, team member to kind of help you grow and scale your business. It literally saved her, you know, thousands of dollars. So yeah, and again, for anybody watching, you know, you're going to be in business for a long time. So yeah. uh, this and invest things like this are investments that you have to make mm. because they protect you in the long run. But look, anyway, Robert. Uh, with that said, the link is down below in the description. Everybody, it's also yep. in the first pinned comment. Uh, as well, Robert has a free Facebook group. We'll put in there for you as well, or legal matters specifically relating to, to private label protection. So with that said, Robert, thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank I you. Really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, always good. It was good to hear your insights on these things. Yeah, absolutely. Great, great points. I hope everybody takes them to heart. And uh, you know, if they do, I know that they're going to be able to grow and scale much more quickly than they would otherwise. All right, Robert. Thanks very much for your time, man. All right. Thank you.